Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I am Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews. I am hosting the Friday 15 today, and I also have with me the lovely Stephanie Cannon. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Steph. How are you? Good. So Stephanie is the founder of SC Travel Design, but she's more than that, folks. Before she started in the travel industry, she did accounting and finances. So she's coming on to kind of talk with us. Um, normally, I get questions from the audience, and then we go over those. But this time, um, we're just doing some tax questions that I have that Stephanie is going to answer kind of in her capacity as being a business owner and in the travel industry and having a background in finances. So... Um, Actually, the first thing I want to say, too, is there's a lot of fun events coming up in the travel industry. So if you aren't familiar with our events calendar, make sure to check that out. It's at hostagencyreviews.com slash events. Um, and there's pages of events going on, um, free events, sometimes paid events. Um, there's a lot of ways you can sort through it. So I'll put the link to that in the comments. But Stephanie, let's start with our first question. Um, and this is a tricky one because... What type of travel can advisors write off or like what kind of expenses can they write off? Yeah. So when we actually dig into the tax regulations as they're written, of course, it, any expense that's deducted needs to be ordinary and necessary for operating the business. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different things. But when it comes to travel, it gets kind of tricky, <laughs> that little, you know, gray area especially when we start commingling um, trips with personal time and that kind of a thing. But um, we look at conferences, of course, a lot of us go to conferences every single year and there's a lot more in person coming up, right? Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> in the years going forward. So, you know, conference registration fees, um, travel, the lodging, meals, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I know um, before we hit record, we touched on the meals limitation has been changed for oh, yeah. 2021 and 2022, where your meals limit was only deductible up to 50% of what you paid for the meal. Um, now it's 100% to encourage going back out to local restaurants and having business meals out versus, um, you know, staying in the office type of thing. Mm -hmm. But so there's lots of different expenses, but I think the tricky ones come in with the travel piece. Yeah. So is like, cause one of the things we had talked about, I think there's a very little known clause. I, I don't know even if clause is the right word, but for, for cruise ships <laughs> that yes. um, there's the IRS specifically calls them out and has regulations on what you can expense with that. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so I have my little handy dandy resource that I get for tax purposes every year. Woo! Um, I know, right? <laughs> even though I no longer practice, like I've I've had one of these guides for so many years that I can't, <laughs> like I just need to know what's in it, right? So um, I'll just read specifically from this cruise ship. So this pertains to cruise ship conventions, um, which we can probably translate into other types of FAMs on cruise ships because technically or you go on a cruise ship FAM and you're having some kind of a conference or you know educational component to it but specifically for conventions the deduction limit for attending a business convention on a cruise ship is limited to two thousand dollars per year mm -hmm. sad face so 
Yes. <laughs> sad face for sad face for a lot of people. We've just ruined their Fridays. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a that's a great tip. And I want to show everyone for those that are listening. Um, all I'm doing is I'm going to hostagencyreviews.com, and in the search field, I'm typing in tax expenses or travel expenses. Um, and that'll pull up our article on what travel expenses you can and can't write off. Because Stephanie and I are going very high level here. Um, if you want to read more about it, uh, there's a great article that Mary wrote up um, that talks a lot more in depth about it. So we will put that link in for a resource for you. And then let's chat on, um, you know, we, we briefly mentioned this on the last question, but when someone has personal travel, like if, you know, it's not, you go to a conference and maybe then your partner comes down and you spend three days in Mexico, like hanging out afterwards, but you're not just like hanging out at the beach. You're also doing a couple resort inspections maybe along the way. How does that work in terms of what you can write off and what you can't for this personal portion of it? But that's not so personal. Yes. Um, so can you hear me? Because I think my air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're good to go. Okay, good. So um, when you're when you have that little combination, and it can happen on fams on conventions, all kind of things, you really should prorate the amount of expenses, the total trip expenses to how much time you can attribute to the business portion. Mm -hmm. So of course, you're not allowed to write off expenses that aren't yours personally. Um, none, none of your family members, none of your friends. Yep, <laughs> like, oh, good you're point. the business owner. So the, that's who the expenses are for. So we look at that portion only and then prorate based on those. Mm -hmm. So if, if like on after a conference, you stayed on for two days and mostly did personal stuff, but maybe you did resort inspections for two hours each day, you could prorate it and say like, well, this is getting a little bit technical, but would you do like an eight-hour day and so you'd say like a quarter of each day I could write off because that's how much I was working or do you have any thoughts on that? That's very um, technical. No, that's kind of like splitting hairs. The amount that would really be deductible at that point is so minimal mm -hmm. that I don't know that it would have a huge impact on your the tax part of your bottom line, but Yes, if you want to prorate it based on an average, you know, workday or um, 24 hours, because you are paying a rate at a hotel that's for an entire day to be staying there and you're only working a couple of those days, your meals, you know, are only for a portion. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like the gray area. Um, hopefully the people listening actually have a tax person that helps them and they would definitely talk to them about this too. Just make sure it's consistent each yes. time they do it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great point, like the the consistency behind it. Because when I first started doing taxes, my tax person was like, okay, so for your home office, what percentage of your home is that? And, you know, I'm like off the top of my head, just kind of like, oh, maybe it's, you know, whatever, 7% or 10%. Um, but then the next year she would ask me and I never wrote it down. And so I didn't really know. And I'd be like filling out the form and be like, well, maybe it's like 10%. And so then I finally was like, I think I need to make sure I'm saying the same numbers every year. <laughs> that might be a red flag. So, um, well, let's see. So I've got another question and kind of want to talk about accounting software. And is there a specific software that you would recommend 
um, for advisors to kind of keep track of their their tax things? So <laughs> this is the non-accountant answer, of course, but I would pick the one that's the easiest <laughs> to mm -hmm. use an update on a frequent basis. Makes a huge difference. You know, a lot of people will say you need QuickBooks or you need some other really large and robust tax software when in reality you really need something that you're going to be able to manage yourself or at least keep up to date versus trying to tackle this huge system that like now you have to learn how to thing. set it up yeah you have to learn the setup you have to learn how to maintain it how to get the reports out all of these things so i always recommend first something that meets the needs but also is easy for you to use mm-hmm yeah. And, you know, we did a poll um, a couple of years ago and kind of asked what people used for their software for accounting. And many, many travel advisors were just like, we just use Excel. Like it's that's all we need. So, yeah, don't exactly. don't feel pressured into buying um, QuickBooks because, you know, a lot of the bells and whistles that are in there aren't um, as helpful for travel advisors. Like we don't need to keep track of um, inventory and we don't need to like invoice people out things. Well, typically we don't, um, I guess in some situations you might, but um, well, let's see. So one of the things that I always find is, well, when I first started, I should say my company is like tax season was so stressful because suddenly I needed to like keep track of all these numbers that I had no idea I needed to keep track of. So what, do you have any tips on how to make tax season less stressful and how advisors can stay on top of things throughout the year instead of stressing out on like April 10th? <laughs> yes, we know how that goes. I've been there before myself. <laughs> but um, one of the biggest things really is to have a process that you implement and, and complete every single month, whether you have five transactions or 500, you know, make it a routine and a process that you do these same steps every single month to keep things organized so that you're not having this mountain show up yeah in march or april that you're like oh now i have all of these numbers i have to get into my accountant but it's wave season and my client you know wants to book here so yeah. of course where are you going to go <laughs> Yeah, definitely go with the client, everyone. Just that's our that's our tax tip for you. Or you may not be um, filing taxes because your business may not work. Um, but like one of the other things I would say is there's a lot of apps now that make it really easy for keeping track of things. Like there's ones that can keep track of your mileage if you're traveling a lot for work, uh, and you can you know it'll automatically be like, okay, you just did a trip in your car. Is this personal or is this work? Um, or there's, there's apps that are out there, you know, where you can take pictures of like Expensify, where you can take pictures of your receipts whenever you go out to eat for work and it's work related, um, or you buy things like that and you can, uh, put them in reports. So there's a lot of ways now to make it a lot easier than it used to be, um, to, to keep track of the numbers and the receipts and things like that. And, and you also have a tax prep kit that you've kind of created, specifically for advisors in mind. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, um, I kind of like this kind of fell, this idea kind of just fell to me, right? <laughs> We're in tax season and I see people struggling all the time with 
How do I get my information together? What information do I get together? So I put together this kit and really it's just laying out a roadmap, helping you make a plan, um, some worksheets in there for you to fill everything out along the way, plus a cheat sheet on how to work with the tax preparer, like what to provide to them. Mm-hmm. So I know it says tax prep. So of course it's not teaching you how to prepare your taxes because that topic is just <laughs> big monstrosity big in itself. Yes. But it's really helping you get organized and be prepared for when it's time to prepare your taxes. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to that every month, making sure you go through your numbers and you keep on top of things. Um, You know, I had talked to you before about how with me going through the utilities with the home office and all the utilities um, and the mortgage, and you don't naturally just keep these numbers around. And so like what happened, like my first multiple years of owning the business is I would spend probably a couple days preparing for taxes because I would be logging into, you know, Wells Fargo and looking at my January, February, March, April, all the way through the year, and then finding where the interest is and copying and pasting that into Excel. Um, And then doing that for utilities. And it it was just such a hassle. Um, So keeping track of them at the end of every month, I found has made tax season a breeze for me. And as I told you, Stephanie, I had my meeting with my tax person earlier today. It lasted like 25 minutes. We talked gardening and seeds the whole time because I was just able to send her over all my stuff and it was all in a spreadsheet and it wasn't stressful at all. Um, But I'm telling you the beginning, my first couple years in the business, very stressful tax season. So if if you're new, this is not abnormal. It will get better (laughs) or hopefully will. And I can give um, you a little, I'll be a little transparent here. So my first couple of years in business and the tax thing, even though I knew better, <laughs> was oh. still stressful. So it happens to everybody. Oh, that's, it's, that's good you to know, hear. Every, yes. I'm like worried about the sales, the wave season, like all of the things that, you know, we normally think of when we own a travel business, booking trips, marketing, what we sell, those kind of things. And not really keeping track of the numbers and staying so much organized until Mm -hmm. it's time. So yes. So that makes me feel really great. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for that confession. (laughs) So it happens to everyone. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a couple more resources for those of you tuning in that that I want to go over. So first is Har has um, a free worksheet you can download and I'll put the link. This is the travel expenses article. Um, But let's see. Whoops. There we go. Um, this is kind of what the, we call it our tax organizer. Um, you can download it and it's got, it, it just will help it. So when you go see your accountant, you'll have everything you need all in one place. Um, Cause there's write-offs like, you know, your car tabs or things that you just don't really think about, but all of that kind of adds up. So it's, it's got a lot of information in there. It talks about your home office, um, what your square footage is that you're writing off versus your, your whole house things like that. So check that out. We'll put that link in the resources. And then Stephanie, I know you have a free challenge coming up um, next week or the following week. I'm not entirely sure. But do you want to, can you tell us a little bit about that and um, what it is, how people can sign up for it? Yeah. So um, it's know your numbers. So figuring out as a travel advisor, what are the critical areas of your numbers that can help you, you know, 
grow your business, um, do things differently, and ultimately make more profit. That's the key here. So it is a free three-day challenge. And um, I'll have a special link on the website where people can register. So I'm sure Steph can link that up for us. Oh, yeah. Us. We'll put it in the comments for everybody so you can just click on it and head on over. <laughs> yes. And it starts – March March twenty fifth. March twenty fifth. Okay, cool. So they need to sign on before March twenty fifth. Like it's not something that they can sign on after March twenty fifth. Correct. So okay. the way it's gonna, the way it will work is there'll be a specific thing that we um, do every single day as part of the challenge. So there'll be a little educational piece. I'll go live every day, and then I'll have a workbook that they can go in and work on that specific item. So for three days, and then there's a bonus fourth day that we're going to do something fun and special. I won't spill it right now. <laughs> fun, and, fun and special accounting stuff. Yay. I know. No, it's something very, you know, I really want to make it um, valuable. So people feel like the time that they spend, they're actually getting a lot of value from this. Yeah. But so it'll all be recorded too. If you can't make it live, that's fine. Still register, but the recordings will come down at a certain point in time. So they'll only remain up for a few days after each one. And yeah. yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Cause I, I think that's, um, I've told you this before, but I feel like that's kind of a hole that's missing um, for a lot of travel advisors that are new. You know, there's so many things to learn. You're learning how to book travel. You're trying to figure out how to do your books. You're like working on how to improve your sales. There's so many things, but there's not a lot of resources out there when it comes to accounting and bookkeeping and um, being really savvy with the numbers in your book. So um, I'm, I'm excited for that. And hopefully those of you tuning in will be able to check it out too. Um, and I think that's like, let me just double check, make sure I didn't have any other um, questions I wanted to ask. I think that was it. So um, Stephanie, did I miss anything that that we should be asking about? Uh, no, <clears throat> the only okay. thing I would like to share, just a little piece of advice, you know, the best thing that you can do right now, if you feel the stress <laughs> from this past year is make a commitment to yourself for it to not be that way 12 months from now. So that means identifying, figuring out your process, like putting it in place, making a practice. And when this time rolls around next year, it's going to be like easy. I mean, I am, I am living proof of this, everyone. If you're, if you're in the throes of tax season and think this is just miserable, um, I too was like you at one point. And now, like I said, just talking gardening with my accountant and just talking about how she has trouble keeping up with her seedlings during tax season because she's so busy. And I was like, not me. I'm all done. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much for joining us, Stephanie. And thank you all for tuning in. It was wonderful chatting with you. And again, we'll be back next Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. If you have questions you would like asked, go ahead and go to hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday15. And you can input your travel industry questions there for a future episode. That is all we have for today. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. And we'll see you next Friday. Oh.